This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 443, Weekly Review 3.0, the best productivity strategy for busy high achievers. Good morning and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down the core components of a great weekly review, why everyone needs a review no matter how busy you are, and how to ensure your calendar reflects your best life when your review is complete. Let's get to it. Are you busy, stressed, maybe even overwhelmed? Well, you need a weekly review. You know, the one thing that busy people don't like to do is slow down. You get kind of addicted to that busy lifestyle. You know, slowing down itself isn't a bad thing, but you need to optimize that time, optimize what it means to slow down, optimize what it means to reflect and review. You know, pausing to reflect It sounds counterproductive sometimes, and maybe even a waste of time when you could just keep moving forward. The problem is that activity does not always equate to productivity. Busyness and efficiency are not always friends. There is a better way to do life and to do work and to make this whole thing actually effective. So in the episode this week, we're going to walk through how to do a weekly review or really more importantly, why a review is so important and what core essential elements really need to exist to ensure that not only your lifestyle can be reined in, but your priorities and your goals can be achieved as you tackle your next week and do so on purpose. You know, Even more specifically, I'm going to actually break down why weekly review is important for busy high achievers. If you are an over-programmed person, if you're the kind of person who's a type A, go-getter, always moving forward kind of person who probably also needs a break, well, then a weekly review is going to be your best friend. You know, I haven't discussed a weekly review process in depth in over five years on this podcast, and it's an essential part of what I teach and what I do and what I love about productivity. Uh, You may have read about the review in my book, The 5 a.m. Miracle. You may have heard the past episodes I've discussed here on this podcast. Uh, You may have even read David Allen's great book, Getting Things Done. Um, He basically kind of solidified this concept, and I ran with it uh, into my own angle, my own direction. But for me, what I've been doing for the last 10 years now with my own reviews is making sure that it's a part of my life that is non-negotiable, which we're going to get to and discuss in the episode right now. So let's just get to it. This is the third version or weekly review 3.0, basically my new take on what it means to do a review and to do it well. And the new take, the 3.0 version, is the overprogrammed high achiever version. It's the one that says if you are the kind of ambitious go-getter who needs to figure out what matters and who probably needs to slow down, then this is for you. So let's first break down who needs a review. Uh, Beyond the high achievers, everyone needs a review. It doesn't matter how busy you are. If you are a very busy person, well, then you need to pause to avoid burnout and to make better decisions. If you are a moderately busy person, 
you still need to reflect to pivot more effectively and make better decisions. And if you're not busy at all, if your schedule is totally open, well, you still have goals and you still want to make sure that your life is mapping out in the way that you want it to. And so all of us, regardless of levels of busyness or wherever you might be in your life or in this current season, you're always going to need to do a review process. Now, you could do your review whenever you want. I do mine once a week, and I think that's a very important routine to establish. But the timing, not as critical, but what you do and the intentionality behind it, that's everything. So what exactly is a weekly review? Well, essentially, it's three things. The first is that it's a reflection on your goals, your tasks, your events, your work, and your lifestyle. You're looking at where are you now? The second piece is looking back at the previous week. What were your wins? What were your losses? What went well? What did not? Where did last week go for you? For better or for worse, what happened? And the final piece is looking forward to next week. It's your opportunity to enter into the coming week more intelligently, more intentionally, to optimize your life and your time in a way that allows you to achieve your goals. So that's basically it. A review is your chance to reflect and be smarter, to do life better. That's it. So now let's get into the core components of a great weekly review, especially for those busy high achievers. If you're that kind of person that says, you know what, Jeff, I've not done a review for a long time. I am overly busy. I'm listening to this podcast right now in the car on my way to work, and I feel stressed already. Like I get you. I know where that is. I know where you are. So let's figure out now what kinds of things need to be a part of your review to make sure that you can actually get the value that I'm talking about. The first component, and this is by far the most important, the reviews are going to happen on a regular schedule, probably every week. But this is critical. Consistency is the name of the game. If you're going to do a review one time and then not again for six months or two years or just never again, the review has no value. The real value comes from doing it over and over again. You know, personally, I've done a review now for just under 10 years, and I have a record of every single review that I've done in Google Drive. Literally all of them. I could look back at my entire life the last 10 years and tell you what I was thinking, what went well, what did not, where I was, where I wasn't. The records are there because I've done the reviews every single week. No exceptions. That's a big deal. To do anything in life with that level of consistency means it matters to you. It means you care about it that much because the value is there. This is the important part. If you're going to commit to a review, commit to a review. Put it in your calendar, and it's a non-negotiable for your life and your work. And I know that I'm kind of extreme this week, and I feel like I'm yelling at the microphone right now. But what this is, is a, a level of value and importance that most other things in my own life and work don't tend to have because most of the things that I do have kind of random value. It, one thing might matter one week and not the next. It might be helpful in one season, but not another. The review is always important in every season. No matter what else is happening, it is always there, always consistent, always valuable. That's the important message here. Reviews happen for you on a regular schedule, probably every single week. Core component number two is you systematize your review with a checklist. 
If you don't know me very well, you probably don't know yet that I love numbers. I love checklists. I love to go through things one, two, three, four in a row like I'm doing right now on this episode. And so this is an important part of the review as well because reviews themselves are not random. Now, you might do a review at random days or random times because life is busy. Things do happen. But the review itself should be a system, a simple checklist, because you review what matters in the same order every week in order to evolve the review over time to improve it and make it better. Because the key to a checklist is that it's done on purpose. You're thinking this through and asking yourself, what matters for me to review? There are plenty of things that I do in my own review that you can skip. And there are things that you should add in for yourself that matter more to your life and your goals. But the whole point of this is an intentional list. Here are the things that I want to review on a weekly basis. These things have to happen. Put them on the calendar. Put them in your checklist. Right? Systematize this process. Because once again, reviews themselves are not random. They are purposeful and they are on paper or digital paper. Core component number three. You focus on the successes more than the mistakes. This is so important. I have seen a lot of people go through a review process and just feel defeated. They feel like the last week just beat them up. And not because last week was hard. Not because they made a lot of mistakes or experienced failure or experienced loss. It's because that's all they focus on. That's all they think about. You know, whenever somebody does anything in the world and they get compliments, they get praise, they get this amazing amount of positive reflections and reviews and people just tell them how wonderful they are, but you get that one naysayer, that one guy that didn't like you, that's all you remember is that one negative review, that one guy who stood out in the crowd because our brains latch onto that. And we can't let that be the norm. We have to think about what we did well because the whole point of the review is to live life better next week, which means we need to have the successes amplified over time. This is the green pen strategy I discuss in my latest book, The Free Time Formula. The green pen strategy is to amplify your success. So in the review, you have to write down what you did well. Where were your big wins and small wins and medium wins? What went well? And then how can you do more of that next week? Because then you amplify what went well. You repeat that process and the mistakes and the problems, they kind of just fade away. Now, unless there's some sort of mistake that actually needs your attention to prevent it in the future, in which case, yes, that's very important. Mistakes are valuable. We need to learn from them, but we can't focus on them exclusively. We can't let the negativity win the day. Our successes should win the day. That's the message. You spend as much time as possible on what went well, and you do more of that. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. 
Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Core component number four of your great weekly review is to look for opportunities to simplify your life at every turn. Yes, reviews are there to help you do things better. However, the number one way to do things better is to do fewer things. If you see a problem and you solve it, that's great. But if you see something you can let go of, that's even better. Our goal is to reduce clutter, to cancel events, to back out of goals that don't fit you, to get rid of everything in your life and work you possibly can, because simplicity is the thing. It's what allows you to actually have the breathing room to do the goals you care about. This process of letting things go, of canceling events, and of backing out of goals, that's a really important part of being more productive and being more effective because nobody is going to achieve everything. You're not going to. I'm not going to. We can only do a few things well, so we have to be choosy. We have to be decisive. So the opportunity in the review is to look at your week. What did you waste time on? Where was your time squandered? Where are you distracted by things that just didn't matter? And how can you safeguard the coming week? How can you ensure the guardrails are in place for your time so you don't waste that time, so you don't end up spending so much of your life in things that aren't moving you forward? Not that every single task has to be a forward-moving task. It doesn't. Of course not. But there's a lot of squandered time in life that could just be more valuable. And so that's the goal of the review, to find those gems and make sure they happen more often. And along those same lines, the fifth core component is to plan for margin in advance. We're going to underplan your week, leaving white space between events. Yes, we're going to plan for the unexpected by leaving that white space there because we know that white space will disappear as the week progresses because things will pop up. They always do. 
So you can learn from your past weeks as well in this process. You take notes on what you planned to do last week versus what actually took place. This is interesting. When you look at your past week and ask yourself, how did I plan for last week to go? And then how did it actually play out? Because they're never the same. They're always going to be different. But the question is, did positive things happen? Well, it's first and important. But the second, when negative things did happen, was it because time was wasted? Was it because you were overscheduled? Was it because you just tried to do too much in a small amount of space? Right? Odds are you need more margin. We all do. We are busy. It's just the nature of the beast. But it doesn't have to be. We don't have to approach our lives with this expectation or this default state of I'm already busy and stressed out before the week even started. Ah, no. Our goal is not to begin the week already behind schedule in our own minds. We've already lost at that point. And so in order to win the week before it starts, it has to be underplanned. It has to be the kind of week where you look at and go, I can do this. I can do this easily. There is plenty of time for what matters for me. That's a good schedule. That's a kind of schedule that might actually result in you doing the things you plan to do. Huh, that's a weird concept, but it is weird because most of us set plans and we don't follow through on them because so many other things got in the way or we overplanned our schedule to begin with. Either way, we plan for margin in advance to guarantee our own success. And I just gave away the next core component, which number six is to look for opportunities to guarantee your own success. Look at that transition. That's nice. So ask these questions for yourself. How can you ensure your goals will actually happen? What would it take? Right? If you want to guarantee your success next week, what has to be true about your life and your work for that to happen? Do you need accountability? Do you need a 5 a.m. wake-up call to avoid your excuses? Or should you schedule a retreat to avoid distractions? Right? How can you make sure that what matters most definitely gets done this week? That's a tough question to answer. Yes, it could be things like accountability. It could be an early morning wake-up call. It could be a number of different strategies or disciplines that will help ensure your own success. But at the end of the day, each and every goal, each and every task is a different question with different requirements, different possible distractions, different things that have to be true to ensure they get done. So this is work. That's my point. This is not easy. Productive people are putting in the effort to ensure the things that matter are happening. It's not happenstance. It's not random. It's not an accident. These things are done on purpose. Success is intentional. And so your goal is to be successful by first being intentional, guaranteeing the success before the week starts, guaranteeing the things you want to see happen will actually happen because you did all the prep work necessary. I mean, to a certain degree, it's just like the episode I'm doing right now in this podcast. This episode is not random. These notes that I took for myself, this script that I wrote for myself, it wasn't just something I threw together in five minutes. I thought this through ahead of time. That's how you get in results you want. The prep work has to be true. The opportunities for success are already there. It's just a question of, will you do the work required to put those pieces in place to give yourself the best possible chance for what it is that you want? And speaking of what you want, core component number seven is to plan ahead for what you want. In this case, we're going to be a little more specific. We're looking at the calendar and asking ourselves the question of, what is your best life? And how can you make sure the calendar, the plan for what's coming, 
actually reflects your values and your principles and your goals. It's one thing to say, oh, I I value margin. I value free time. I value time at the gym. I value family time. I value social time. Whatever the thing is, you can say the words, I value X, Y, Z, but your calendar is the only thing that holds you accountable to whether that stuff is true or not. That's where it actually plays out in real life. And so if you say, I value social time, schedule social time. If you value personal health, schedule personal health. This is where it happens. You plan ahead for what you want, but you can't plan for it all. This is going to be the biggest challenge for high achievers, for people who want it all. We can't have it all. I know we want to. It's really enticing, but it's just not in the cards. The question is, for this coming week, what is the most important thing in your life you really need? Put that on paper first. And then number two, what's the next most important thing that you want to make sure happens? And that goes around it. This is Stephen Covey's Big Rocks philosophy. The big rocks are in first, then the medium ones, then the small ones, then the tiny ones, then the little sand. It all goes in eventually, but the big rocks are always first. Now, at this point in the episode, you might be wondering, well, Jeff, I don't think you've mentioned exactly what a review entails. The specifics, what are you doing in this process? How long does it take? What is a review? Good questions. The best answer is that my last episode on reviews, episode number 194, Weekly Review 2.0, I broke down the specific steps that I go through in a review. And honestly, in five years, it hasn't changed much. The specifics behind it are still there. What has changed is what you've heard so far in the episode, which is the philosophy behind it, which is, I don't know, the stress, the intensity, uh, the high achievers mentality that has changed for me in a dramatic way, which is why we're back here again discussing this five years later, because my life is in a new place now. Yours is as well. And so, yes, we need to follow specific steps. That checklist I mentioned earlier, that's important. But if you've never done a review before and you want an exemplar of what that would be or just something, a model to follow, you can get a model from me in the 5 a.m. club at 5ammiracle.com. It's a chance to download a lot of free goodies from me, including a template for the review process. And so if you've read my book, The 5 a.m. Miracle, there's also a breakdown in there as well. So there's a lot of places of things I've discussed this to get examples of what this is. So if that's what you need to start your review is to follow an example from somebody else, definitely do so. If you want to build your own review from scratch, also awesome. So that was the eighth component for the episode this week, an example review. Number nine is to actually scrap the example that I give you and build your own. This is the important part. The example is just the example. Nobody actually cares what I do in a review. That's not important. It's your review. It's your system. It's your process, your life, your goals, your work, your calendar to optimize. So we want to carve out what matters to you and your goals in your own review process. My review process right now is actually fairly technical. I have a lot of tech systems I'm trying to update and optimize and batteries to charge, literally uh, things that I want to do once a week to make sure that the technical foundation of my life is in place to begin the next week. Your life may not be as tech heavy as mine. Right? You don't need my example. What you need is to scrap whatever review I give you and build your own and make it your own because your productivity is your productivity and you can make this the best thing for you. But once again, you put in the work, you customize it, you make a checklist 
and make this thing become a reason for you to do a review every week. Make it an exciting, enticing process because the value is there. And the value will come because you chose a checklist that honors your goals and that actually needs to be reviewed on a weekly basis. And finally, the 10th component this week is to ask better questions. The review is nothing but a series of questions. And the questions are all designed to challenge yourself. Can you get this task done earlier? Can this event be canceled? How can I make time for my work and my family? What do I need more than anything else next week? How can I bring my best self to the office or to my family in the evenings? How can I ensure I work out as much as I want to to be at my best in the level of fitness and nutrition that I care about? What would it take me to get better sleep? All of these questions are important and can be asked during the review, but they need to be challenging. These questions need to be tough because when you ask better questions, you get better answers. When you challenge yourself to go further, that's what actually draws you further. But we need that challenge from these great questions that force us to move, that force us to grow into new people. So next week is going to be better, but not because it just is a different set of things to do, but because we are different people. We're going to approach next week from a new perspective because we have grown. And that's the true value. It's not the review, not the calendar. It's you. You are the one growing. You are the one changing. And that's why your goals and your life will progress forward because you have made that possible. And for the action step this week, schedule your review. Put it on the calendar. Do so now so you can plan to get after it every single week from here on out. It does not take very long. This could be one to two hours of your week and that's it. So dig in and figure out how to take your calendar and goals to the next level with your own consistent weekly review. JeffSanders.com slash 443 is the place to go for the episode notes, including the link to the 5A Miracle where you can get a template for your own review. And subscribe to this podcast and the app you're using right now. And that's all I've got for you here on the 5A Miracle podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.